Welcome to Season of the Bitch, the leftist podcast that doesn't know what to do. Guess we gotta keep part two of our confessions. Thank that so was much. amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today we have Laura, Zoe, Kellen, and Ozzy. And Yay. today we are basking in the glory of Pride Month. Um, Three fourths of our coven had COVID last week. <laughs> Brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Bra- brag. <sighs> um. <laughs> Uh, luckily, everyone's feeling better, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we are out here in recovery mode talking about some fun queer shit. So we asked our listeners for queer stories, questions, confessions, etc., and we also wanted to share some of our moments of being queer as well. Y'all have heard a bunch of them, but like, can you ever hear too many? No. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to ask you all for, I mean, we've been at various stages of having COVID, but I thought we could talk about like what we've been doing for Pride so far, mm-hmm. especially I need to vicariously live through um, those of you who, who have gotten to leave your homes, please. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing, Zoe, while you've been quarantining? Oh, um, I, great question. <laughs> Um, I've watched pretty much Hulu's entire Pride movie collection. <laughs> Let's see. Crush is a, is a cutie, is a cute one, starring um, uh, Roland Blanchard. It's Blanchard. amazing. Yeah, I, was right. I was right the first time. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really good. Fire Island, super cute. Oh, yes, I have that in here too. Uh, what else have I watched? Oh, Laura and I watched Drama Rama. Oh yeah, don't recommend it. Real fucking weird. Don't recommend it. That was like, uh, we both were in a depression spiral and (laughs) knew we were home. Well, I knew Zoe was home. (laughs) Haven't left my home in weeks. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, but yeah, basically. It's a movie where nothing happens. Like, I love to consume all queer media, but sometimes it's bad. And we just got to accept that as it, what it is. But that's how it goes sometimes. And I wouldn't even like, you know how like some queer shit is bad, but there's like a hot kissing scene or anything mm, like, no, not even that. literally, it's nothing just redeeming. a friend group that's closeted fighting for an hour and a half. And they're all oh. Catholic. Okay, yeah. so yeah. basically my ninth grade experience. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's so funny. Yeah, but, uh, it, but like not as interesting as I'm sure your experience was. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was interesting. Maybe we'll get into it. But, um, Maybe we will. That's so funny. And then. Um, yeah, go ahead, Zoe. Oh, I was just going to say this other show I've been watching is called Hacks. It's on HBO. It's like dark comedy, but the it's about like an older um, comedian, and then she hires this like Gen Z writer. But the writer she hires named oh, Eva is, is yeah. by, and there's this really funny scene because the older woman is like asked if she's queer or something, or if she's a lesbian. I don't remember like how mm-hmm. she words it, and she goes, "Well, at first I only had sex with men, and then I like discovered I had feelings for women and." had sex with women and realized I actually have the capacity for like deeper relationships with women, but like still sometimes I like having penetrative sex with men. And so to answer your question, I'm actually bisexual. And the woman's like, I just wanted to know why you were dressed like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. It was very obsessed. Anything else going on with you, Zoe? Yes. So other than watching every queer content on the internet um i was uh, gonna give a little update i guess i think a couple months ago on the podcast mm-hmm. i talked about ordering my first um binder this yes. was like in the spring i guess mm-hmm. and and i did and Yay! i have it and yeah i don't know it's been fun i don't wear it all the time i just wear it like occasionally partially because i just don't like wearing things that are constricting but i do like having the option yeah and it's from G2B, is that what it's called? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think GC to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one. I was like, it's definitely close to that, if not that. Yeah. Yes. People um, will know what you mean. I actually bought one from there and I didn't like how it fit, mm, but I which one? Own one from there. I think it was just like whatever the standard like skin tone one is, but is it I the honestly, long one or the cropped one? It's like the cropped one. Okay, that's what I have too. I think I honestly might have just gotten it too small in retrospect. I think I did too. <laughs> it was just like the first one I ever got. I also didn't realize that like it's sort of at first I didn't realize it's sort of normal for them to be really hard to put on. So then the yeah. second one I bought. I got like a front zipper because I just don't like how hard they are to put on. Yeah, I've been looking at this one that like clasped in the front that I'm considering because yeah, I it is annoying when you put it on. It's kind of like rolled up and you gotta like right shimmy it down. Awkward process. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you gotta. I'm doing a motion. Listeners <laughs> can't see. Um, anyway. But I, I've basically just been wearing moo-moos in my quarantine as, I love that. as I'm wearing right now. A big plaid moo-moo. So anyway, um, what about everyone else? Well, so I had COVID um, right um, up until like the very beginning of Pride Month. Um, and then I think it was like June 1st or June 2nd, probably. No, no, it was le- later than that. It was like June 3rd, probably. I don't know. Somewhere at the very beginning of... June 2nd, June 1st, somewhere. I don't know. I tested negative for the first time and I've been testing negative, so I'm good. Um, I just like to think of it as like preparing my body for Pride Month. Um, (laughs) And I haven't been to any official like celebrations yet, but a friend and I did quarantine, or not quarantine, um, commandeer a straight friend's birthday party. And we were like, this is now officially a a Pride party. Um, This is Upper West Side Pride now. What an honor for that straight friend. I yeah, know. Seriously. I was like, sorry, Gus, but this is ours now. And he was like, anything I can do to help the community. And I was like, great, perfect. So it's the day party now. What an ally. I know. What an ally. Um, the other thing that I did do that I have to brag about is I did kiss my high school crush. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, I, it's only like, you know, 14 years late. But... <laughs> I did kiss my high school crush. You know, I, I, we made out. I was like, well, just a real like life goal achieved there. So, um, that was very exciting. And I think that's been my, my real like Pride Month experience so far. Um, but you know, who, who knows? I, maybe there will be other people that I'll make out with, um, at other Pride Month events. Uh, maybe I'll talk about it on the podcast. Probably I'll keep it to myself, but, uh, taste. <laughs> of uh the kellen pride month experience just so everyone knows that might be happening i was home getting updates and tearing up for kellen yeah absolutely (laughs) i was literally like texting like i was i mean like i was always talking about i was like i think i'm gonna kiss tonight like and then like at like we were out to like 2 30 a.m at like a diner and then I like I was like okay there's like another friend who's here and like wouldn't leave kind of like cramping the vibe (laughs) (laughs) but then finally I was like okay we're going home it's like 2 30 in the morning um we were like walking to the bleep the name again (laughs) walking (laughs) she walked me to the subway um and I was like oh I have to use the bathroom like I your I know your apartment's right around the corner. Can I can I use your bathroom? And she was like, Yeah, of course. And then we went up and she was like, Do you want another beer? And I was like, Yes, I'm in. <laughs> but then in like typical lesbian fashion, um, she is like one of New York's like, you know, Forbes 30, not under 30, because she's literally 30. Forbes 30 at 30, like hottest New York lesbians. Everyone's on her hinge. I just, you know, congratulations to my friend. Um, in classical like lesbian fashion, she was like, we should talk about this before we do this. And we talked for like 40 minutes, like beforehand, just being like, well, should we make out? Like, how will this change our friendship? How are you feeling about things? Like, how far are you comfortable going? Like, it was so funny. But we finally agreed to just, just kiss a little bit. And it was nice. Wow. I'm obsessed I with that. that. Thank you for sharing that, Kellen. That's mm-hmm. so exciting. <laughs> um, I have also been having COVID for, I 
believe literally all of Pride Month so far, which is extremely Same. homophobic. And it really fucking is. Um, just so rude of the universe. Um, so unfortunately, I don't really have anything that exciting to share. But I think this is going to be my first weekend that I can like leave the house and go do shit with people. So I have plans to hang out at several local gay bars with my best friend this weekend. Um, I also have decided that I'm going to go. So in New York pride, there's like the pride parade, but then there's kind of like a, like, I don't know, like anti-corporate contingent that people probably know about. That's like people go to Reese beach that day, uh, which is like a gay beach in New York instead of going to pride. So I'm going to do that um, for sure. Other than that, I don't, really know what else I'm gonna do but someone from Lex made a google calendar that has all of the pride events in New York this month so I like send it to me I'll just have like I will share it with you I have like it's kind of overwhelming because there's like multiple events on most days but it's like you just see it's like I have my regular like work and life shit calendar and then there's just like these huge like purple boxes that are like dyke march dyke beer event oh my god yes you have to send that to me ozzy also i am i think me and my aforementioned high school best friend and another one of our like like closest girlfriends in high school girl space friends because obviously we didn't have girlfriends because none (laughs) of us were out um are having an event on saturday um before like the saturday before pride um like the saturday before pride weekend yeah um called gay day play day in honor of an event our high school had called may day play day which was like our carnival so we're having a gay day play day and inviting all of the gay people we know in new york to just like congregate at a brewery so i will be sending you that information because i'm very excited about it and you should definitely come very exciting i can't wait it won't be, it's a private event, so it won't be on your calendar, but hopefully you can make time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think I can pencil it in. <laughs> For the listeners feeling left out, I'm not invited either, so. <laughs> you know but you're you always welcome be. in. Yeah, you're sure. Sure. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, Laura? Anyway, Laura, our non-COVID Thank beacon you. of hope. Yeah. What have you been doing? You know, I've been ganging it up. I Living mean, when am I life. not? Honestly, um, but yeah, this past weekend was Pride weekend in Buffalo, so there were a lot of events, which was cool. Um, but I'm also severely introverted, <laughs> so you know, minimize what I actually did because I can only be overstimulated by people so much. Anyway. Okay, but you were going out. Like, you went the fuck out. Thank you. Um, I did, though. Went went for it. Um, Yeah, so on Friday night, I went to a queer prom in Rochester. It was super fun. You know, obviously some gay things of, like, like one of the people I'm dating now, um, meeting someone I was dating recently, like, in, both in poly situations. Very um, gay energy. Anyway, uh, it, was, it was really fun, except for the fact that the DJs, as we've talked about in our uh, Queer Spaces episodes, like, the DJs often cater to a the crowd that is doing poppers like it just really is what they're catering to because that music doesn't sound good to other people um (laughs) that's such a very specific roast i feel like it's saying so much with so little but that is so accurate that's so funny Yeah, I just, you know, when you want to go to a, a, like, queer prom, I assumed we were going to have bangers on bangers on bangers and them going into each other, you know, like, and what I mean by that is, like, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, the classics, like, the shit that you want to get down to. No, it's like... Wait, what was it? It was just like EDM or like it would be a certain track, but then the DJ would put a like a beat over it that's just because that is Mm. like what felt good to a lot of people in the crowd. Not... That makes sense. Not everyone though. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it can be very hard to find like places that are playing a good selection of music. So I really... 
I know. I straight up am like, fucking move over. <laughs> I've got Spotify playlists <laughs> for this. <laughs> like, let's go. Can you just let me plug in my phone real quick? Exactly. Like- um, but... Anyway, um, it was still fun. The vibes were good. uh, And it was definitely the most I've ever gone out, possibly ever, but definitely in a long ass time. I'm I'm just not built for it. My my friends called me Grandma Kerrigan when I was like 22. (laughs) And that's a decade ago. So just... (laughs) Just, you know, keep keep that in mind. Um, Anyway, uh, the Pride Parade was on Sunday. Obviously, the Pride Parade is complicated, and there's a lot to say that isn't great. You know, like our shitty ass mayor, who uh, should not be our mayor because India Walton won the Democratic primary, and he fucking did a a write-in campaign. Anyway, he was there. I obviously turned my back to him. Not that it makes that much of a difference, but like shit like that or like other like random ass lib politicians um banks tons of banks um and just like enemies of the pod cops yeah okay but can i say though cops obviously canceled hate hate forever for all the reasons see 1000 other episodes but gay firefighters let me tell you there's something about it. <laughs> like I think that's allowed. Yeah, like, it's a not public service. All firefighters are canceled. Mm-hmm. No, like and let me tell you of all genders, they were so hot. The hottest people you've ever seen. And the person standing on top of the fire truck was waving like one of those like really oversized pride flags, but like kind of like this and like you know the muscles bulging you mm. love to see it and then there were definitely like lesbians too I, hell yeah all i gotta say obsessed so there were good things like that my second thing which was actually my favorite thing was there was a small person probably eight nine years old but they were like twirling near me in a very um flamboyant way Aww. and but like we're kind of sheepish about it and my Aries ass was just like yes yes and then <laughs> he got so really into his twirling and I was like I'm obsessed with you you're an icon and just like everyone being obsessed with everyone's outfits and generally gassing each other up both at the event on Friday and on Sunday. I'm just like get a bunch of queer people together and it's like mm. often the best dressed like iconic people yes. you're ever seeing. So like just being in that space is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've also been watching a lot of queer content. Um, so I also wanted to just say Fire Island is literally the best i'm so glad i watched it if you haven't seen it please go to hulu immediately and i have to watch it i haven't seen it yet me either oh it is so 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 good it's so funny um i've also been cruising through queer books and one i liked really recently was a ya book called i kissed shara wheeler love that that is so cute. I've also been reading this book called Margaret and the Mystery of the Missing Body, which Ooh. is extremely gay. It's also mm. like, um, it's kind of like written in the style of like Nancy Drew or something. It's like, Ooh. or like Veronica Mars. It's yeah. like a high school club of people that solve mysteries. But then it's also about this girl question mark who Mm. is like exploring her gender and her sexuality and like trying to figure out what's going on it does have a lot of eating disorder content Mm. so just like content warning for that um but it's also like so gay and so cute i love it that's awesome that's so we in addition to talking about what we've done for pride we also wanted to get y'all's pride month confessions so we asked our listeners (laughs) to send in some confessions just gay confessions stuff that you want to get off your chest um whether that chest is wearing a binder or not and um (laughs) so (laughs) yeah it's a little joke for you um yeah does somebody want to kick us off with our first one hell yeah oh i'm so excited about this so this is by a non-binary cutie who uses they and he pronouns um and they write 
LOL. My first hookup was with a boy when they were around 13 years old at Boy Scout camp. He was the same age and they were sharing a cabin with like eight other kids and they made out and had oral sex while everyone was sleeping around them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sad. I feel like this is like kind of a fantasy of mine because I never got I didn't really go to camp, actually, but I also never got to experience like, I don't know, being in like a dorm with Mm. a bunch of other people and like some of them were potentially gay Mm -hmm. but one time a while ago my partner and I were like on a road trip and we stayed in like one of the places we stayed was basically just like a cabin like an eight-person cabin that people would stay in for summer camp but that was just like what was available and we just stayed there by ourselves and that was very fun because we just got to pretend we were like having a gay hookup at camp but yes. it was actually just <laughs> yeah i'm obsessed i i really like um camp hookup vibes Ugh. i went to camp with my high school best friend <laughs> but nothing happened that's mm. the end of my story i also um had summer camp experiences where um they were like overnight camps and when we would have camp outs that were outside of the cabin and so like the counselors would all be near the fire and we would all be like separately on a tarp and we all just were near we're like yeah we're all gonna make out with each other for practice of course practicing for boys exactly (laughs) um but literally like made out with every single person in my cabin it was the best thing ever so hell yeah we love love this camp 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 is gay yes in so many ways camp is gay (laughs) exactly also like i mean okay this is about like conversion camp but like but i'm a cheerleader oh yeah so at camp Mm -hmm. um yeah exactly um the next one is from one of my best friends um i don't think that she i'm not gonna conceal her identity like that well i really don't think she cares um (laughs) but if you're listening love you so much love you by extension so okay (laughs) this is what she sent me yes love love her by extension um she wrote thinking about the time you came to visit me and we got a drink with my friend and she told me that there was someone with a crush on me but it was a girl that my ex-boyfriend had cheated on me with so she dropped it but then when i came to see you in brooklyn during new york city pride a few weeks later and i matched with that person on tinder and hooked up with her and came back to your place at five in the morning lmao First time I hooked up with another Scorpio in parentheses <laughs> knowingly. And she was also tiny and Jewish. My ex-boyfriend had a type and I guess so did I. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh my That's God. so good. <laughs> I don't remember if I knew at the time that it was someone her ex-boyfriend cheated with. But like I met this woman. Like we all went and got drinks. At, I think we met up with her at some pride event we were going to in New York. Because she, my friend came to visit me for pride. And then we went to this bar together. And then, like, I knew there were, like, vibes between them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. Like, I'll leave a key under the mat for you. Like, come back whenever. But I don't remember knowing the part about her ex. But then after this, I was like, wait, which ex? And then we, like, talked about it. And it is very funny. That's so funny. That's the ultimate, like, dunk. Just being like, oh, you cheated on me with this person? (laughs) I'm going to hook up with them, too. (laughs) Well, it's like that TikTok that's like, my ex cheated on me and so I fucked his mom. Yeah. So good. I, <laughs> I love her so today. much. Oh. So good. Also, so, the fact that they're both Scorpios, it's just such Scorpio. <laughs> so funny. We love to see it. We love to see That's it. That's amazing. That's also, I already said this, but this was reminding me of this tweet that I saw recently that was basically just like, if a guy ever cheated on me, I would just marry his mom. See you at Thanksgiving, bitch. Yeah. I love that. So <laughs> good. Just, like unhinged but also iconic um, unhinged which I iconic. and relate to deeply <laughs> that's the energy i strive for unhinged <laughs> but iconic um so our next confession came from instagram it says it's easy to have a crush on the coven but intimidating hmm well i can see why it's easy to have a crush on us all of us we're all perfect um and gorgeous like and smart and hot amazing. it's amazing and- but, like, 
you know. I'm modest, so yeah, yeah. Well, total I package. Mean, I, I have crushes on all of you, so I totally understand this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh Each and every one of you is my spouse. Exactly. So congratulations. Aww. Yes. Love it. Wow. Okay, there's another Instagram one that I wanted to read y'all because I'm kind of confused by it. I think it's to me specifically because this was Ooh. like I posted on the story like a selfie with like mm-hmm. the question box. And this person responded specifically to that story saying, wish I would have picked you in the blind dating game. Oh, oh. what does that mean? Wait, what no, that's to me. <laughs> oh, oh my God. What is the blind wait, dating what does game? It mean? Laura, you have to tell, you can us. tell us. Yeah, wait, what does it mean? If you want. Okay. Oh right my now. God. <laughs> Um, so before COVID, uh, there were- We can also just cut this one out. Do you not, do you want to explain Oh, no, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. This person lives in Germany. So like, holler at me the next time you're in town. I literally (laughs) didn't know you were in town and you just- Why did they respond to a picture of me? Saying you. They should have said Laura. Well, I just want to hear what happened. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, that is hilarious. I I was like, what the- fuck does this mean <laughs> okay i'm glad i don't have to be offended i was like maybe it means i'm ugly and they would date me if they didn't have to look at me oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. why would you assume that no. <laughs> because i'm crazy i don't know laura go ahead <laughs> so there was this event there's this um space in buffalo that is um it's a lesbian-owned bookstore uh, called Rust Belt Books. And in the back of it, there's this uh, queer space for femmes called the Shishi Room. Obviously, like so cute. many people who are involved in it are non-binary, too. It's kind of like an older name. Uh, anyway, they do a bunch of queer events. And uh, a few summers ago, I was a contestant on a dating game. Oh, wait, I remember that. Okay, I didn't put this together. (laughs) I was like, I'm pretty sure you do know about this. But anyway, um, it was the type of dating game where like the the bachelor was on one side of a curtain and there were three of us on the other side. And so we had to answer questions, all of this stuff, and I was not selected. Um, So uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I mean, whom's among us has had the okay, chance so- to be with Laura and just regretted not taking the opportunity, you know? Listen Honestly, to many people. Potentially a lot of people listening. Probably, to probably right everyone. Probably, yeah. Listen, I'm still looking, so. Um, um, our email is still open for applications to date Laura. I feel like we haven't mentioned that in a while. Yeah, we haven't. Seasonthebe at gmail.com. We would like a resume, cover letter, your social security number, and your credit card information. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> so our, our next one um, is a fun little story. It says, so when I was 16 or 17, I started dating another girl for the first time. I was really anxious to tell my mom, even though she had been pretty open about sexuality. So like we watched Will and Grace together, the Harvey Milk movie, etc. But nonetheless, I was crying and made her guess what I wanted to tell her. She guessed, and then she asked if I still like boys too, and I said yes. Then she told me that before she married my dad, she had been in a serious relationship with a woman for several years. Very, very precious moment. Obsessed. It keeps going. It says, I asked if she could also tell my dad for me because I didn't want to go through another awkward conversation. A few days later, my dad let me know that when he first met my mom, she was in a relationship with a woman and he thought that was cool. I asked why neither of them have ever told me about it sooner and they just said it never came up. In hindsight, I probably should have been less surprised. Amazing. So wholesome. I love this That's one. so cute. Also love, love this bisexual representation for Pride Month. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. We love a queer fan moment. I feel like this also just made me think of some like gay family stories um, that I can share here. One, I'm I've only heard this story once and I'm probably absolutely gonna butcher some of the specific details. So 
Sorry if anyone from my family is listening, but anyway, it was about basically my grandma's mom um, and they lived in New York and then like moved to California. So my grandma mostly grew up in California, um, but she, her parents ran a health food store together um, and they also worked with her mom's quote unquote best friend who was a woman. Um, and at some point, uh, this was in like sixties, SoCal, like very extremely like hippie gay vibes already. But then my grandma's mom broke up with her husband and she and her best friend became like essentially like partners in every like logistical sense. They like ran the health food store together. They lived together. Um, and like in retrospect, it's like, they definitely were just like wives. Um, but in within my family, this story was kind of like, I don't know, like when whoever told me about this, I think my dad, like it wasn't necessarily presented as something obviously gay, but it's like it definitely was gay. So that was very fun to learn about. Um, also, recently, my my grandpa passed away during COVID and like mm. more recently, my family was able to sort of get together and like go through some of his possessions and like stuff that had been in his house um, and figure out like what we wanted to save and stuff like that. And we were going through these like photos that we found and there was just this one of my grandpa in like full drag, like makeup, a wig, a dress. And I'm like, he was in a fraternity in college. So I have a feeling it might've been like, you know, more like jokey vibes, but I'm Mm. still just like, I don't know. I just like found this photo and I just like felt such a connection to it. And I was like, this could have been like a one-time thing. Like I have no idea, but it just was really cool to see like, yeah this side of my grandfather that I had never seen before and just like feel this connection to him, even though he's passed away now. Um, That's so sweet, Ozzy. Oh my gosh. It was, it was so nice. Um, I also just feel like in, because like this person's story also was talking about how their parents never like talk to them about this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of these stories for me, it's like, these are things that I haven't found out until more recently as I've like, intentionally tried to have more conversations with my family about like I don't know sort of like family secrets or just like why did this happen this way like why did this person why did this couple break up or like whatever the thing is um and I just it's been interesting to me how like I don't feel like most of these things were intentionally hidden at Mm -hmm. least not like by my parents from me it is just like I feel like sometimes they don't come up because it's like, I mean, my parents haven't talked to me about like most of the previous straight relationships they had before they met each other either. I feel like it's just sometimes like this like queer history of families can be lost really easily because it's not like legally recognized or like preserved biologically by like having kids with someone necessarily. Mm. Um, So I just feel like it's easy for that stuff to get like lost or intentionally ignored or forgotten or whatever, Um, even if no one currently alive in the family feels particularly like bad about it being gay. It's just like, I feel like Mm -hmm. it's easy for that stuff to get lost. Yeah, this reminds me of a conversation I had with my mom recently, um, like probably like a month ago, where I was talking to her about how I was like, yeah, I've like started using she, they pronouns and like, just like talking about like why and stuff. And I was like, you know, like, I don't know how you feel, but like, I don't feel any connection to like being a woman besides the fact that like society tells me I'm a woman. And my mom was like, yeah, I don't really feel that way either. Like, I feel like I'm a woman because like, basically like womanhood has been put upon me and like everybody treats me like a woman but like she was I was like do you have any like inherent connection to womanhood and she was like no I don't think that I do and I was like oh interesting my mother a she they icon yes (laughs) yes oh my god I love that yeah it was really sweet so she was and she was like we'll have to she was like I have to go like we talked for like an hour and she's like I have to go like I'm gonna have dinner with your stepdad but I would really like to continue this conversation at a later date and I was like oh my god mom you're so precious so that was really sweet um 
And honestly, just all all the love to our anonymous contributor who shared about their by mom. Once again, love, we a, love a to see that. <laughs> so our next one comes from a friend of the pod, um, yes. which is li- it's literally a Pride Month confession. So this listener met a girl at a party at like 2 a.m. Um, during Pride Month, right? Can I just say, I've yes. been, since you said that you were able to share this story, I don't know what the story is. Me I just neither. know the person involved and I've been so excited all day to hear it's it. It's so funny. Yeah. So <laughs> she met a girl at a party at like 2 a.m. the night before like Pride. Um, They ended up going home together, total random hookup. This person was having, and my the friend of the pod was having a brunch for a bunch of her friends for pride the next day. So she had to like get up, get ready in the morning, like clean her apartment, everything. This girl that she had hooked up with, like followed her into the bathroom, went with her to go get bagels for pride, pride brunch, and stayed for the entire brunch in her club dress from the night before. After the brunch, while friend of the pod and her friends were like, blasting lady gaga in the living room at literally top volume pouring glitter on their bodies this rando was like um i think i'm gonna go take a nap didn't go home went to the friend of the pod's (laughs) bed and slept in her bed during this party no was never invited to stay never was asked like would you want to come to the brunch would you want to come get bagels oh you're tired do you want to sleep in my bed none of those things Mm -hmm. were offered can we rewind to when she went to the bathroom with her (laughs) i'm speechless and so they finally like went to the pride parade with this entire group of people that she did not know with a person she had randomly met at 2 a.m the night before and finally they lost her at the parade and that was and like people i know this this wasn't part of the submission but i've heard the story before people were like friend of the pod like who is this and she was like i literally don't know <laughs> oh boy <laughs> wild was the sex good i don't know i didn't ask i hope it was i, mean, I, hope I it was feel great like it sex. can't have no. been good enough i was just gonna say that, no, way. Yes. <laughs> no way i was just you know curious if like there was anything redeeming. Was it worth it? In <laughs> any was sense? it worth it? Oh, so my God. funny. Oh my God. I was I love that story. I think it's just like the ultimate, like I feel like there's great things. I mean, I'm not a lesbian myself, but I know and love a lot of lesbians. And I feel like there's lots of great things about lesbian culture. But the like suctionness <laughs> that I feel like some lesbians have where it's just like we hooked up. Like I have another friend who went on two dates with somebody and the person was like so we're dating now right and this was in this past february and she was like so i have these concert tickets for july would you be interested in going oh my god it's like i have met you twice i have (laughs) met you twice i know i feel like it's like i don't like obviously the part of it that's like more emotionally communicative can be nice but i feel like that is just like like it's sometimes normalized because it's like a queer stereotype but it's like no <laughs> that's like not chill like, like you need to house. still communicate about these things you can't yeah. just invite yourself to stay at someone's home for like two days exactly. and it's like haha were you hauling and it's like no 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 i i it's like I'm your you hauling <laughs> i'm yeah. actually you brought your you haul <laughs> brought this U-Haul here <laughs> invited you. oh excuse me sir homophobic <laughs> rude that's so funny. Okay, so someone wrote, uh, quote, I did not realize I was queer until I was 19, but there were signs. For example, as a 14-year-old. There always are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would go on YouTube and search for just, quote, girls kissing. <laughs> All the videos for the first 30 were like the first 30 seconds of porn that they would use to try to get you to go to their site and see the whole thing. Um, but they were too scared. Um, and this person was like, I was just like, I just want to see them kiss. That's all, you know, very straight behavior. 
<laughs> okay, this one reminds me of the amount of times in high school. I don't think I ever watched like the full movie until more recently, but I would just watch like the like sex scene from Black Swan. Oh my god. my god. Yeah, same. I did watch the whole thing and I was like, I have I'm not seen feeling... the whole thing to this day. I mean, Only I would still recommend scene. it. I watched the whole thing and I, I literally, after watching it, was like, I wonder if they have that scene on YouTube. I, th- I, oh, they I would do. like to watch they it do. again. <laughs> Oh, this, is, do. this is more proof of, as we discussed before that just like baby kellen and baby zoe were in alternate universes looking for each other just searching each other just out. searching oh. for each other and searching youtube for the black swan sex scene <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny um relatedly one person confessed to us that her mom made her stop watching the buttons music video from the pussycat dolls i she said her mom was worried that this the person might develop body image issues as a child but like clearly there was something else going on oh, yeah. <laughs> i love that Oh my god. That also really reminds me of how my parents wouldn't let me watch like Britney Spears music videos when I was a kid and I definitely really wanted to watch them and like yeah in retrospect it was because I was gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah of course and that's why Britney is a gay icon. Absolutely. One of many reasons why. One of many reasons. Speaking of gay icons (laughs) This is not really a confession, but today I did Google is Doja Cat bi because I was just like she's she's got bi vibes and I need to know she is she's now bisexual. Okay, so congratulations I saw you to the post the screenshot of the question on your story, and I was going to respond being like, "What's the answer, Kelly?" She's bi. <laughs> Share folks. with the class because she yeah, sings about amazing. being like you know wanting like a long dick or whatever. But I was like, "How do you feel about long fingers, Doja Cat?" great question the answer is she feels good about them so (laughs) we can continue hell yeah um yeah so i thought that i could submit my own confession about it's just basically a story um a cautionary tale if you will about the first woman i was ever like hooking up with basically so this person is a scorpio also if you are connected to this person at all please know that you are all amazing and this person's issues are their own and anyway so we we were kind of casually seeing each other for a few months um it wasn't really that big of a deal but also this person would like randomly ghost me from time to time and I was just like I don't understand like what's the situation but like I don't know I thought it was chill whatever it was around Halloween so um, they were having a birthday party at this bar um, in downtown Buffalo. And I like made them a mix CD and gave them some mushrooms because I know they liked that uh, and was there. I didn't know anyone at this, which for my introverted self, I was just like, mm. but I just wanted to go to like be supportive, whatever. We were talking and out of nowhere, this person I was seeing punches me in the throat um I didn't even see it happen because I was literally my face was turned the other way um and my trauma response was very like freeze well at first I was like did you karate chop me in the throat and she was like no I throat punched you I throat punched you and I would do it again and I was like okay um I but like again because I have like trauma I kind of froze and then the next day I was like walking around and I was like why does my throat hurt and I was like oh well that's why and she called me and was like asking to make plans and I was like um so yeah no I so I remember hearing about this at the time but what I can't remember is did she ever give you an explanation for why she throat punched you she literally was like you remind me of my sister and I do that with my sister what the fuck Mm -hmm. I know I was like not not better actually because we fuck so that's worse yeah 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 Oh my god. So that, that cleared up nothing and in fact made it a lot weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
I, the first woman that I ever had sex with was, I guess I would have been 19. And this was like one of, basically I had sex with this person. I was like, whatever, it's a fluke. And then I made out with another woman and I was like, okay, I guess I'm kind of gay. Um, I was like, the the data don't lie. Um, But uh, the first person was the way that it happened. I just find this like, it's like very, (laughs) in the words of Brittany, that is just so typically me. Um, (laughs) I was going to a party the summer after my freshman year of college. and the person hosting it was somebody I'd known for a long time, but he had gone to a different high school than me. He was gay. I was going with like one of my gay friends from my high school. One of the literally only gay people at my high school who was out. And so my this guy who was at my high school and I had like, we were at um, like a Froyo place, very 2011, <laughs> at a Froyo place before the party. And one of the other people who was going to be at the party that we knew um, was working there and so she came over and we were talking about the party and she was like oh like blank is gonna be there and then she like looked me up and down and she was like she's gonna be interested in you be careful she's a dangerous lesbian and this person is queer so like she didn't mean it in like a like a like a you homophobic know, afraid way. of gay people yeah right. not in a homophobic way and like a she gets what she wants kind of way mm. And so we went to this party and blank, just not using her name, blank was there and did not show any interest in me. And I was like offended. I was like, I heard you were going to be really into me. And now that you're not like, (laughs) now I have to hit on you. were set up. I know. So I was like, now I have to hit on you. So we ended up like sitting on the floor of this garage like drinking Budweiser and me being like you know I just feel like sexuality is a spectrum you know and her being like totally and like smash cut to like us hooking up in like the guest bedroom of this house um and then this guy literally busting in while we were like hooking up like not wearing clothes and being like hey can my girlfriend and I join you and we were uh, like, what the fuck? Oh, Get out! my God. Oh, my God. Um, That's so upsetting. Yeah, it was very sad. Um, and then I went to a New Year's party, like, six months later, and I heard she was going to be there. I was like, oh, we were hooked up again. So exciting. And I had it hooked up with another girl at that point, but I was like, oh, I do this again. And then she got there, and she had a boyfriend. And I was like, I thought you were a oh, dangerous rude. lesbian. What happened? It was very disappointing. It happens to the best of us dangerous I know. lesbians, though. <laughs> 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 true <laughs> um, I mean I guess I've already talked about on the pod like the first time that I had sex with a woman which was in college I think I talked about that in our last pride related episode or gay episode but I guess I'll also this just I think Laura something you said made me think of this just that like all of my first kisses were with women because they were like at sleepovers playing yes, spin the model exactly. um and at the time I was like oh teehee like that doesn't really count I haven't really had my first kiss yet and I felt anxious about it but in retrospect it's like no th- those were oh, real <laughs> totally oh I love that yeah, well, one of the aforementioned confessions was mine, but I feel like Gossip Girl, because I'm like, that's a secret. Yeah, never yeah. we'll never know which one we'll of them. Both Zoe and I submitted anonymous confessions, yeah, so but... one of one of the previous confessions was also mine. <laughs> yes. um, I'm not opposed to sharing an embarrassing story, I'm just trying to think of one. <laughs> I just feel like I'm not easily embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what have I done? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm just like all the things I can think of, I feel like have to do with pretty standard, like, I don't know, the strap on fell off or something, you know, <laughs> like, just <laughs> regular embarrassing section, but nothing too uh, unique. Yeah. Okay, so I just think this is really funny. Um, so I, uh, I literally didn't think my mom would listen to any episodes of the podcast just because like, you know, she's conservative. She's Catholic. It's a podcast <laughs> called Season of the Bitch. Right. Um, but she did listen to the very first episode. And in that episode, like when I introduced myself, I introduced myself as bi. Um, and that is how my mom found out that I was queer. That was like coming out to my mom. Um, 
which I didn't know until she confronted me about it later. And she was like really bummed that that was how she found out. But like I was dating a person who perceived themselves to be a man at the time. And like she didn't understand that for me, what I meant by that is like men are are the last option. (laughs) And that was upsetting to her. But anyway, it was fine. I'm like, I love my mom very much and she loves me very much and it's all good. But like, I think it's funny that if you go back five years, oh, five years, um, and (laughs) um, listen to our very first episode, that's how I came up out to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. There's something like coming out through media. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there is. It, it makes well, me treasure this this podcast even more than I already do. Um, just to just to follow up, Flores. So the first episode that I was on of Season of the Bitch was the episode about pornography, and you can go back like four years to listen to that. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you should or not. I can't remember most of what I said. <laughs> it, it, to be to be clear to our listeners, it was before Zoe became a host. Zoe yeah, was, was a guest. guest. I was a guest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I know my mom listened. I can remember a couple things, but. I just remember after I told my mom, I was like, you can listen to it, but like, we will not discuss the contents of that episode. (laughs) And I was still really careful about what I shared publicly, but there were still things that I had not talked to my mom about. And my mom just goes, well, I learned a a lot about you. And, um, you know, it it was interesting. (laughs) That's so precious. (laughs) So, um, in summation, we love our moms here at Season yes. <laughs> Shout out to my stepdad, who is a patron, does not listen, but is a patron. So, okay, that's that's you know, patriarchy. So he's he's contributing he's giving back i mean you know? i mean he's he's fighting the patriarchy. fighting the patriarchy <laughs> that's the patriarchy <laughs> i wish that was the patriarchy if we just got Honestly. money from men yeah. and if you are a cis man listening and you want to fight the patriarchy you can give us your money at patreon.com slash season of the bitch also if you're not a cis man true yeah anybody can, still, can give us money just anyone can it. give us money but um, anyone can fit patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you can follow us on social media at Season of the Bee on Twitter and Instagram. You can rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening right now. Um, you can email us, seasonofthebee at gmail.com. As we mentioned, you can submit applications to date Laura <laughs> or literally anyone else. and oh you can go to our website (laughs) seasonofthebee.com crushed it (laughs) and i think that's everything that's it love y'all love Love you happy pride bye bye gay be gay be gay do cry and trans the bitch.